Welcome to episode 62 of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I'm Tim Barnes. And I'm Nathan Ruby. Nathan, I cannot believe that as we record this podcast, we are on the heels of Thanksgiving here in the U.S. Where has the year gone? I cannot believe it. But I have to say that Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. Food, family, football. Yeah, baby. What about you? What's Thanksgiving mean to you? <laughs> well, you know, um, well, first of all, Tim, it is really great to have you back this week. I, The entire listening community of the practice of nonprofit leadership and myself missed you last week. It was kind of lonely. And so just glad you're back. Uh, you were doing great things uh, working with your team, uh, but it's good to have you back this week, Tim. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, 20 bucks is in your envelope. <laughs> uh, you know, Thanksgiving, um, you know, for me, it was it, it was a, a lot of family, uh, a lot of laughter. Uh, my dad actually took some time off. So it was it was it was good to 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 be together. Um, you know, the a, another thing is the in grade school art class, you know, making the turkeys with your hand, you know, with the head and the little turkey things that that's the extent of my art skills. Uh, and then three, it was the second installment of the three greatest theatrical releases ever. It's the Great Pumpkin, <laughs> a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and a Charlie Brown Christmas. So Thanksgiving always represented the second installment of that trifecta, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. So those are some of my Thanksgiving memories. Wow. I have nothing to say around Charlie Brown. <laughs> Well, I will tell you, Nathan, one of the things that we have often done is to find people who are away from their family or who don't really have family and invite them to our Thanksgiving meal. And that has just been really enriching. I mean, it's fun to do that, fun to meet people and have them go through the holiday with you. One of my favorite memories is the Thanksgiving that we had friends from Australia where I lived for a while, but they were visiting. So they got to come to our Thanksgiving meal. We had several neighbors, a young family, and then there was a older guy that lived in our neighborhood. And we just brought them all together. What a great time for food and, and conversation and, and also to, to think about uh, what we were thankful for. So it's a, it's a big deal in the U.S. I know we have people who listen outside uh, the country, but uh, we're, we're excited. So we're on the heels of that. But the season also provides an opportunity for us to reflect on what we are grateful for and to say thank you. And I was telling you, Nathan, I'm reminded of the quote from the late Max Dupree, who was uh, the CEO of Herman Miller. And when he was talking about responsibilities of leadership, and he said this, the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. And I think we've talked about that in some of our podcasts. But he said the last is to say thank you. And we don't have to wait until the Thanksgiving season to say thank you. In fact, as leaders, it should become a natural and regular part of our leadership, the way that we do business. But since we are in the Thanksgiving season, let's think about those who we should be saying a genuine thank you to for the next few weeks, especially as we go through these, these weeks at the end of the year. What does it mean as a nonprofit leader to be saying thank you? Who should we be looking at? 
And and let's start with, and I know Nathan's chomping at the bit to talk about this. <laughs> this is the world he lives in. But of course, it's obvious the first first people we should be saying thank you to as nonprofit leaders are our donors. Right, Nathan? Yay! Well, they're the people that help us keep moving forward as they give generously to us. So let's talk a little bit about uh, how do we say thank you to our donors? What are some what are some ways, Nathan, that uh, I know you're in the middle of fundraising and doing all kinds of stuff, but how do we say thank you to our donors? Well, the the easy answer to that, um, well, not easy. The simple answer to that, Tim, is the way you thank donors is the way that they want to be thanked. Wow. Profound. All right. There it is. There is <laughs> there's my mic drop, right? Well, I didn't drop the mic because it's too expensive, but I dropped my pencil. Um, it, it, and that is part of the art and science of, of fundraising is to if you, if you are, in fact, supposed to thank the donor the way they want to. Uh, how do you figure that out? And is that's you you ask them. And you know, I, I don't actually come out and say, so, Mr. and Mrs. Donor, how would you like to be thanked? Um, well, actually, sometimes I do do that. You know, typically the way one way to figure that out is is the way the donor gives, mm -hmm. then that is a way to thank them. So if they give online, you know, then an email would could be appropriate. As always, um, you know, phone going in, working inside out. So so the most intimate to the least intimate. So, mm -hmm. you know, face to face is always going to be the best. Right. If you could get in front of your donor and you know, buy them a cup of coffee, whatever, and, and say, thank you. That's always going to be the best, but you can't always get in front of your donor. So phone calls and zoom calls, uh, are, are always a, a next step. If you can't get face to face, those are maybe some alternatives. Uh, and, and Tim, this is one, I know this is near and dear to your heart, but handwritten notes are, you know, it used to be in the, <clears throat> when Tim and I went, when, or when you and I were growing up, you know, you always wrote thank you notes for after you received a present. Handwritten notes are really a a a unique way to say thank you. Now they get they get they get noticed. And you know, when was the last time somebody sent you a handwritten envelope that you didn't open? Mm -hmm. You know, everybody opens a handwritten envelope. So handwritten notes, emails, texts, those are all ways to say thank you. There really isn't a bad way to say thank you. Uh, because saying thank you badly is way better than not saying thank you at all. As we've talked about, we're in the season of fundraising, the you, going to the end of the year gifts, looking for that. And we're meeting with people, we're talking, we're sharing. As we look for that next gift, make sure that we are genuinely saying thank you. Not perfunctory, not saying Thank you. So how about the next gift? <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> oh not where we are, but I think a genuine thanking people and not, and, and doing it not just at this time of year, but all the time. But um, yeah, I, as Nathan mentioned, I was gone last week working with my team, but I also had an incredible privilege to have a meal with one of our donors. We We went to one of his favorite places. He loves to go. And we just had a great time talking about what uh, is going on with our organization and thanking him for um, his his impact. He was there soon after I started. He gave a lot of advice, a lot of input, and it's been generous to us as well. So, again, taking time to have a meal was just uh, was a great time uh, to share with him. 
So yeah, so donors, the obvious, obvious group of people that we need to say thank you. Another group that came to mind, Nathan, was our board members. Uh, you know, they play an important role and they take on significant personal responsibility for the organization uh, and and taking the time for meetings and stepping up and, and doing things. And so I think it's important to express thanks for the work that they do, especially we do this during our annual meeting when we all come together. But we do some special meals with all of our board. We do some activities. I've mentioned, you know, we've taken uh, one of our board members to a baseball game where we've had an opportunity to share. There's saying thank you, but there's also demonstrating thanks as well. Other thoughts that you have, Nathan, or board yeah, members? Yeah, and board members are, are an easy group to forget. Uh, and, you know, often uh, board members can be maligned. Maligned? Is that the right word, Tim? I think it is. Uh, where they're taken for granted and they actually, in a, in a lot of uh, fundraising conferences, board members get uh, bashed on a lot because, uh, you know, they don't help fundraise and they don't help with major get don't help with major gifts and they don't show up and they don't do this. They don't do this. Uh, and, you know, board members are it, it's it's just easy for people to kind of pile on board members once in a while. Uh, maybe some uh, some thanks and some recognition and some positive reinforcement will actually help board members get more excited and get more involved in, in what's going on. So, uh, yeah, board members are, are definitely a, a category that you want to remember. And, you know, in any of these categories, Tim, it, it's you don't have to do a massive major thing sometimes just the just the simple recognition of hey you know i you know thank you for for being at all 100 of our board meetings this year that just it means so much to the organization and to me uh you know, thanks thanks for being there sometimes that's all you have to do yeah i think there's opportunities to recognize their contribution as well it could be in a newsletter or you know, at public public meetings, maybe to the donors or others, where you're able to point them out and say say a public thank you for the time and effort and resources that they they provide. Yeah, and that's an automatic. If you're if you're in a uh, any type of an event, any type of a public gathering, and you have board members present, that is a that is an absolute must uh, to be recognizing those board members somewhere in your comments uh, publicly that, and thanking them for what they do. Well, and probably each of these that we mention, one of the ways to say thank you is is to do it in a way that means something to them, which means that it takes effort to actually know that. And sometimes right. you can be limited by how many people are in your sphere. But I think board members are another one, you know, to know, I know you love to play golf, being able to to take a board member out and play golf and have conversation and just and say, thank you. Um, so finding those things that make uh, a meaningful impact on our board members to, is a way of saying, saying thanks. Another uh, group of people that really need to be thanked are our staff. And for you, that may be you know, maybe one or none, but it could be anywhere from one to 10 to 20, depending on where you are in your journey. But I think it's easy. And I, and I say this, I find it easy to take our staff for granted. Um, and it's so important to say thank you and let them know 
that they are appreciated. If you are out to get rich, nonprofit work is probably not the place where you want to go. And I know we have incredible, incredible people working for us in our organization who could make a lot more money in other places. They're skilled. They have passion. They're really good at it. And it's easy just to take them for granted. And it's important to to be able to show and express thanks. Not just saying it, we need to say it, but also to demonstrate it as well. So looking for an opportunity to have an activity that brings the staff together and shows your appreciation, maybe a nice meal, maybe a timeout, again, another activity to a sporting event or a play or something that that expresses that they are uh, worth it. Having individual meals, grabbing coffee, having connection with them and saying, hey, you're doing a good job and thank you. Thank you for what you're for what you're doing. Yeah. And with staff, uh, public, just like with board members, but I think maybe even more so with staff, public recognition of their contribution or their ideas uh, is absolutely critical. And as the executive director. Always remember that your job as the executive director is to not be the smartest person in the room. Uh, And in fact, if you are the smartest person in the room, you might be in the wrong room. In my experience, nothing motivates a staff person more than getting recognized for their ideas and their contribution. And as the executive director, you this and this is not self-serving. It may sound like it's self-serving, but it's not. So if you recognize your staff person in front of a board member by saying uh, when the board member's talking about it, something that's going on and you say, oh, yeah, that was Sally's idea. That was a great idea. All right. Well, you just recognize Sally. So you just lifted her up in the eyes of the board member, but you also lifted yourself up because you hired Sally or, you know, you were leading Sally. And so you both get the credit for that. Uh, but, but you, you give Sally, I'm telling you it works every time. And so one great way to say thank you to staff is to simply recognize them in front of other people. Uh, and and it's a simple thing and it costs you nothing to do. A couple other thoughts that I had too, is that maybe there's a, uh, a book or a resource that would be helpful. Maybe, you know, a book that you've read, you thought, oh, this would be really good. You know, books are books are a little bit of a crapshoot sometimes because something that you get out of it and you go, oh, this is this is really good. But not everybody relates to the same thing. But maybe there's an opportunity, um, an opportunity to to share something like that. You know, maybe asking one of your staff members, hey, what would really help you? Uh, what would be one thing that you really would like to have that would help you with your job, for example, and being able to make that available, uh, looking for those kind of opportunities. And again, it's saying thank you. It's it's providing something for them, or, or it could be unrelated. Uh, the other thing that really hit me this, this past week as I was meeting with our staff, that um, staff appreciate and feel thanked when we give them feedback. And I I recognize that I have not been giving as much feedback as I need to to our staff to say, hey, you're doing a great job. And thanks for that. And thanks for stepping into that. And, and I and I recognize that you're you're doing this. And so feedback is another way. Um, and doesn't necessarily, I mean, 
even negative feedback done in the right way can be can be helpful. Um, and people want to know, am I doing a good job? Every one of these, as we already said, handwritten notes are just so important. You know, come to your come to your desk or find find a find a card that says, "Hey, thanks. I'm glad you're part of the team. You're making a difference. Thank you for for you know being part of us." So that's really important too. Well, another one, Nathan, is our volunteers who are often such a key part of nonprofits. They give of their time, their resources. They, they often serve without much fanfare. But and I know this is a you've had a lot of experience working with with volunteers. How have you found good ways to say thank you to them? Yeah, it, it the you know one of the things with volunteers, and you will have volunteers that will because they're vo- actively volunteering. A lot of the times. Well, they will say, oh, you don't need to thank me. You know, I get I my thanks is doing the coming in and being part of what's going on and doing this work. And I get so much from it. So you, you don't need to thank me. Uh, bull. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are saying that because that's just the type of individual they are. Uh, but you still need to do it and you still need to make sure that they understand how much they're appreciated and how much you are thankful for what they're doing. And so, you know, in, in the past I've done, uh, you know, there, you could recognize in newsletters or on social media. Um, if, Mm -hmm. if you have, uh, if you have, you know, our our organization, we don't really have t-shirts and, and coffee mugs and we probably should, but we don't. Uh, but even, you know, little things like that, uh, just, uh, 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 you know, a pop can, uh, koozie, uh, you know, with the, with the logo, anything with your logo on it. Uh, in, if you're doing an event, uh, always, always recognize the volunteers that, that were part of the event that helped to put it on. Uh, and, and again, kind of the same way with staff, it doesn't, doesn't have to be massive. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to spend money necessarily. Just, just the recognition of you're making a difference. You're part of our mission. You're part of our vision. Uh, and we're, we're thankful that you're here. That's usually enough to, to, to make them feel special. I got to say, I love coffee cups. Coffee is <laughs> like one of our core values in our organization. Um, but that that is something we have done and we have given and to our board members um, and, and to some volunteers. We've given, um, and actually some donors as well. We've used coffee cups with the logo and a really nice nice cup. And we've been able to use those as thank you gifts. And it goes, goes a long way. I mean, I've had... I actually have one as well. And I've had people say, Hey, I'd love to get one of those um, because it's, it's nice. And so even something simple as that can, can go a long ways uh, to, to say, thank you. Yeah. We love our volunteers. We need them. One of our last things that we'll say is we think about who we should be saying thank you to. I just, I know personally that I could not do what I do in my role in nonprofit work without the support of my wife, Liz. And if you have a spouse or a partner, you know, we we know and you know how important it is to have someone that is able to go through both the ups and downs of nonprofit work with you. Uh, I know with Liz, she's been a steady and encouraging force in my life. I would imagine you might have a partner that's played a similar role. Don't forget to say thank you and demonstrate it. This is a great time to be able to say, man, we just would not be where we are without without her. And I appreciate being able to actually take her to activities, events. She gets to meet people. 
I mean, she has a personality that just connects and is encouraging. And, yes, and so she she's does. a big part of what we're, what we're yeah. doing. And so I'm just, I don't know if she even listens to my podcast, probably not, but anyway, <laughs> um, but I, I think if this is true of you, if you have a partner or a spouse saying thank you is really important, especially this time of year, but other times as well. Nathan, I know yeah. you have, you want to say it. Yeah. Well. And you know, the, the ups and downs of running a small to medium nonprofit is there's high highs and low lows and it's a grind. And I know that obviously that's not unique to just the nonprofit world. I'm sure uh, our, our friends and colleagues and neighbors and family who live, who live, who work in the for-profit world, I mean, they have the same thing. <clears throat> they have stress. They have they have all of those things too. So it's not unique to what we do. However, I think for those that are in the nonprofit world, we're probably a little more attuned to that, mm. uh, to to the stress and to what comes uh, al- along. But it's easy to forget. And the the last three days for me, especially, uh, this is a Wednesday that we're recording this, and Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh my gosh, Tim, I got hammered and it was, nothing went right. The, the projects that we're trying to get done there, we've got a few things that are just really difficult that we're working on. All of them had setbacks in the last three days. And which means that I'm pretty much in work mode. Most of the time that I'm awake, which includes, you know, after hours, after supper, and it just, it's been a rough three days and hopefully today will be better, but that is that we, that takes a toll on our, our spouses or partners or family or kids. And so just recognizing that and, you know, every once in a while saying, Hey, you know, I know I've been tough to live with the last few days, you know, thanks for hanging with me. Uh, and that's really important. And actually Tim, this morning, I got a text from uh, one of the, one of our listeners and that I'm doing some work with. And so I, and I asked her if it was, it was okay if I read this and she said it was. So, uh, so here's the text. Good morning. And I had asked for, uh, uh, you know, where, where she's working on some stuff and it's like, Hey, you know, how are you doing on that? Was basically my text this morning. And she said, good morning. Uh, I promise I have not forgotten about you. Uh, and I've been working on the plan, uh, between my job, wrapping up the sale of my mom's house, doing stuff, uh, doing stuff, planning for a couple of events, uh, for her organization that, that she's, that she's leading and being a wife and mom, I have been overwhelmed. And quite honestly, I just, I I, I'm struggling. Uh, and so, and then she went on to, we're going to, she's going to get me some stuff and rest his details. But I mean, that's just, isn't that pretty much the life of the executive director of a small to medium organization. And so all these things get in the way. And so like so much of the stuff we talk about, Tim, you just, you have to be intentional. And so saying thank you to, to these groups of people, it's just one more thing that you have to be intentional about. It's not easy. It's not simple, but it's something that needs that you need to do. So whether it's donors or board members or staff or volunteers or our own family, the power of saying thank you is, is so great and is so much needed. And uh, Nathan, I know as we finish this episode, you have some thoughts to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. So saying thank you is not reserved for one season of the year. 
as leaders, it needs to become a consistent and natural part of who we are and how we lead. So make your list today and start saying thank you. Consider making it a part of your daily routine. And as we close, we actually want to say thank you to you, our listeners. Thank you for showing up and listening. Thank you for your notes. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for reaching out to us. Thank you for trusting us to walk with you through your challenges and also to celebrate your wins. For a heartfelt from both Tim and I, thank you. If you're in the U.S. and are celebrating Thanksgiving the day after this comes out or whenever you listen to it, but we hope you have a, a blessed and wonderful Thanksgiving and we do say thank you. Thank you for listening today. And we would just like to ask, if you're benefiting from what's being shared on this podcast, we'd like to ask you to share a review on the platform that you're listening. Let us know how the podcast is benefiting you. And as Nathan has shared, if you would like to get in touch with us, our contact information can be found in the show notes. Thank you. That's all for today. Until next time.